twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. And welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today, we'll talk about using two-way radios for hunting. We'll identify what features are important to have in a two-way radio when out hunting and make a few recommendations on the best radios for use on hunting trips. We'll also review the Motorola RDM2080D MERS two-way radio and take some of your questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Buytwowayradios.com, your radio specialist. Two-way radios are extremely popular with hunters, so much so that radio manufacturers produce radios specifically aimed towards the needs of hunters. It's now quite common to see value packs of camouflage-colored radios pre-packaged with headsets or boom mics and car charging adapters. There's so many radios built just for hunters these days that the only problem is choosing which radio to purchase. Don't worry, we're here to help. (laughs) So, yeah, it, it's with so many radios geared specifically for hunting and with the market of consumer two-way radios being driven so much by hunting. I mean, the stats show that, you know, up to 25% of radio purchases are for hunting. And um, I was really shocked to, to learn that we hadn't done a show already on, on hunting. So was I. Yeah, it, I, we I, talked about doing a show on hunting and I was like, wait a minute, haven't we already done one on hunting? We did one in the woods. Well, I mean, we did one about uh, yeah, we, two radios we did in the radios woods. We did, in the woods. woods. <laughs> we did camping. We were kind of dancing all around hunting, but, you know. So now we're doing it. Here we are. Yeah, and it's hunting season, so this is a, a great time to do it. Well, what are some of the important features that um, are needed for two-way radios for, for hunters, something that's specific to the hunters? Well, you got to think about the environment that you're going to be in when you're hunting. I mean, most of the time you're going to be in the woods or, or, you know, almost exclusively outdoors. Mm -hmm. So uh, range could be an issue. You've got to think about the terrain that your radios are going to be used in. So most of the time you're going to want a high-powered radio, which you're in luck. Most of these hunting kits that the manufacturers make are their higher-end radios. Yeah, so if they're in the thick woods or the brush – a good UHF radio, I guess, that's high-powered, is going to help. Uh, well, there's a lot of debate between, you know, VHF, UHF. A lot of times when you talk about the advantages of VHF, it seems to fit right into what the hunters are trying to do because VHF works best outdoors. The signal travels right. further over hills and, and uh, over distance when there, there's not a lot of buildings or obstructions. So um, you would think that VHF would be better but uh, UHF works great, too. And, and really, uh, GMRS radios, which are the two packs that you see for $79, 89 less than $100, um, 
they're using GMRS frequencies, which are UHF. Right. So while VHF may be more ideal for exclusively for hunting, the radios that you see that are camouflage and made with hunters in mind use the GMRS frequencies, which are, are UHF, and that's fine. They, they work great. The feedback we get from hunters are that they're happy with these radios. And uh, a one to two mile uh, range is pretty much going to be what's expected out there. Uh, yeah, or less, really, depending mm-hmm. on your your conditions. I, I wouldn't tell anyone to expect more than two miles right. in you know thick woods or hilly terrain. But most of the time, I would say you're within half a mile of, of others that you're hunting with anyway. Um, um, weather channels, that's another important consideration. You're outdoors, and you're going to need some uh, weather alerts to keep you advised of um, weather conditions while you're out hunting. Yeah, I would really encourage people to listen to our other episodes, the, the camping with radios and mm-hmm. radios in the woods, because you know a lot of the stuff we talked about on those episodes that are advantageous for using radios outdoors also apply for hunting. Things like the weather channels, weather alerts, uh, weather resistance for the radios. I mean, you, you know, yeah, if it's going to yeah. rain, you, you, you're going to want a radio that is not going to you know, fry when it gets wet. Or maybe even waterproof in some cases, depending on where you're hunting. If you're out uh, somewhere in swampy areas or, uh, you know, you know if it's duck season. <laughs> exactly. You want, you want uh, if you're near the water, you're going to want something that's somewhat water resistant. Uh, especially if you're concerned about dropping it in the drink somewhere. Exactly. Um, and, and luckily, some of the models that the manufacturers make that we're going to talk about in a minute are made with a higher level of water resistance th- than others. And there are some waterproof models that we're going to discuss. And battery life is important. Power is important, especially when you're out in the middle of nowhere. You're going to really need enough power to get you through that that hunting trip. And you may also want to consider a radio that can also operate on AA or AAA batteries in mm-hmm. addition to the rechargeable batteries that are included. You, the thing you would hate is to be, you know, away from a power outlet or the ability to recharge your radio, and, you know, you would be without communications. Whereas if you could keep a, a pack of AA or AAA batteries with you, you're good to go. And also ruggedness. The ruggedness and durability overall of the radio is very important. If you're out in the woods, you're out in uh, rough terrain, you want to make sure that uh, that the radios are going to be able to hold up over those conditions. Absolutely. Durability is definitely something that you want to consider. It's also a trade-off. I mean, you could get a business-grade radio that's going to be the ultimate in durability, but it's going to be very expensive. And if you don't go hunting every weekend, it may be a little more than, than you're looking to, to pay. But uh, we'll talk about some radios that, that are, you know, made with a little more durability than the $20, $30 two-packs. Usually the manufacturers keep that in mind when they're, they're targeting these radios for hunters. Anthony, what are the most common uh, requirements when, when hunters are calling you to order radios? What are their, their, their most common requirements they have to have for features of radios and and accessories that sort of thing weather resistance is probably the biggest thing um being out in the elements but the weather channels silent operation is another big one oh yeah you don't want uh, a lot of the guys are going to wear some sort of earpiece or lapel mic with a listen only earpiece so that sounds not coming across and scaring off the animals yeah, silent operation is big because that, yeah. that eliminates all the beeps and exactly. tones and things like that that your radio is normally going to make. 
you really don't want that while you're you're out in the woods yeah. on a hunting trip. And the camo coloring uh, that seems to be really popular with hunters, then, right? Oh, no doubt, no doubt about it. Um, you know, it goes. Most of the guys are going to be wearing some sort of camo out in the woods anyway, uh, and everybody loves camo. Yeah, uh, everything's camoed nowadays. It seems like. Well, if you don't want uh, the animals that you're hunting uh, to be to be spotting you easily, it, I guess it's important to have the the radio about the same color as uh, everything else you're wearing, or you know, pretty close to it, and not metallic or really flashy. Something that might, might alert them. And again, Midland and Motorola have partnered with some of the uh, popular camo styles, like Mossy Oak or mm-hmm. uh, Realtree, Team Realtree. Yeah. Well, what are some of the recommended models we have here? Uh, the Midland GXT 1050 VP4 is very popular. This is the camo version of probably the most popular consumer radio we sell, the GXT 1000. The 1050 is great power. It's 5 watts. It's a water-resistant radio, JIS-4 specs, which is, you know, you can't submerse it in water, but it is going to be resistant to rain and things like that. It's a very good choice. Comes with headsets, comes with a vehicle charger. Great choice. From Motorola, the MS-355R mm-hmm. is um, maybe a little bit more durable than uh, the Midland 1050. It's more water-resistant. This is a fully submersible radio. Uh, it floats. It also offers more power options as it is repeater capable. Mm-hmm. So if there are GMRS repeaters in the area, then um, you can connect to those with this MS355R. So it has the weather alerts, uh, the weather channels, the emergency alerts. It has a built-in flashlight, which right, is great right. if you're out early morning or you know uh, just before dawn, you're out there trying to, to uh, bag the big one early. Then uh, a flashlight can, can definitely come in handy. It's, you know, don't expect it to be a super high-powered flashlight or anything. It's just a single LED, but it does put out more light than you would expect mm-hmm. uh, from the size. Now, stepping it down, those are the two high-end radios from Midland and Motorola. Um, Midland also has the GXT895 VP4, which is a camo radio targeted for hunters. The 895 is... Uh, Basically, a GXT 1050 without the water resistance. It's not as thick or durable of a radio, so it's a little smaller and not as water resistant for about $15 less. Now, um, on the Motorola side, there's the MR355R, which is about $20 less than the MS355 that we mentioned earlier. And uh, the biggest difference there is it's not as waterproof also. Mm-hmm. It's water resistant, but... It can't be submersed. It you know it doesn't float like the MS three fifty five does, but uh, it does have a USB charging option, which I like, and a built in flashlight. And it's repeater capable, I believe. Just like the MS three fifty five, it's repeater capable. Now, uh, Uniden, did we mention Uniden yet? We haven't mentioned Uniden. Uniden has a couple of options for hunters as well. Uh, their fifty ninety nine is their fully uh, waterproof, submersible, floating radio option. The the forty ninety nine has a little less power, and uh, loses some of that water resistance. the The fifty ninety nine is around one fifteen. Forty ninety nine is around eighty dollars. The other thing that's nice about the Uniden it includes the two headsets with boom mics and carabiner clips. That is a nice uh, 
nice option. Yeah. Okay, and then we have the Midland XT511, which we've talked about many times before, uh, base camp two-way radio, and uh, apparently uh, some hunters like that one as well. It's got hand crank. And you can uh, yeah, this radio kind of doubles as an emergency crank radio. I believe we talked about this yeah, in detail n- on the camping or the the radio in the woods episode. But it has a, a nice built-in GMRS radio, high powered, with a speaker microphone. It's just not as portable as some of the other models that we've talked about. But it it, it is a good option if you're looking for an emergency radio as well. So overall, hunters do have a lot of options here. Uh, it seems like uh, radios were made for them, at least a lot of them. Absolutely. Made for with hunting, like we talked about, being such a big part of the market for consumer two-way radios, the manufacturers are definitely catering to this group of people. It's a All lot right. of options if you're looking to hunt with radios. All right. Well, uh, any other comments on uh, hunting with radios or uh, choosing radios for hunting trips? I think we covered a lot of the models and a lot of the features that people are looking for. Uh, Like I said earlier, I would encourage everyone to go back and listen to our camping and radio in the woods episodes as well, because there's a lot of good information there that can be applied to hunting. Definitely. Well, coming up, we'll review the Motorola RDM 2080D MERS two-way radio. Is it a great radio for hunting wabbit? (laughs) We'll find out next on the two-way radio show. Searching for two-way radios? Buy Two-Way Radios has what you need. Buy Two-Way Radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name-brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. Buy Two-Way Radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. All of our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Buy Two-Way Radios at buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to the Two-Way Radio Show, and this week we're going to review a MERS two-way radio from Motorola, the RDM 2080D. Talking about another radio from the great uh, RDX series from Motorola, the, on the business side of the uh, the Motorola radios, the RDM 2080D MERS. MERS frequencies are set up, there's five frequencies, they're license-free, uh, VHF frequencies, uh, can't transmit at over two watts of power. Perfect for someone that's looking for, we've been talking about radios for hunting. This is another option for hunters uh, because of the, the MERS compatibility, the, uh, you know, being license-free. Um, yeah, we, we talked a little bit about how VHF is more ideal for hunting, mm-hmm. and this all the radios that we talked about earlier were, were UHF, GMRS yeah. radios. For the hunter that's looking to spend a little more and maybe get better range or more exclusive frequencies, something like this um, 
Motorola RDM 2080 or the RDM 2020, which is sort of the lower end version of this radio, might be a good option. Yeah, you're, it's going to be exclusive because there's going to be a lot less people on the MERS using the MERS radios. You know, with the GMRS, there's going to be a lot more likely a lot more people that are buying those radios. If you want something that's more exclusive, more um, you know, maybe help eliminate interference, things like that. You know, the MERS is definitely the way to go. Um, now that being said, I guess a, a lot of people. It depends on who you're hunting with. But if you go out hunting with a lot of different people, they've also got to have MERS radios. That's exactly right. Uh, for this yeah. to wor- work. So if, uh, yeah. you know, your buddy's got a, a Motorola MS355 and you buy this Motorola RDM2080, you're not going to be able to talk. That's right. Everyone needs to be on uh, on those MERS frequencies. But, you know, the the other upside of this, no license required. This is completely right. license-free. That's exactly right. This is a business-grade radio. It's very durable, mm-hmm. made to military specs. Um, yeah, we've we've talked about the the RDX series on on other podcasts about uh, their RDU, their UHF, and their their VHF, and they've followed suit with uh, with the rest of the RDX series. The great sound quality, good battery life, probably the loudest radio on the market. Uh, yeah, it I don't does. Think there's anything out it there is. that touches it. You know, and it's got the, the eleven hundred milliamp battery that comes with it, uh, lithium battery. But uh, you know, there's there's two different MERS radios that we offer: the RDM twenty eighty D, which we're talking about, of course. It's a, a two watt eight channel radio with a display. The other radio is the RDM twenty twenty. It's just a two channel two watt radio without the display. Mm-hmm. I have people call and go, "Well, it's eight channels, but it's only got five MERS frequencies in it. Yeah, that's how it is. You can you can change up, you know, you can have five different frequencies, MERS frequencies on the first five channels, then you've got to repeat them. Um, just put different privacy codes in or, or whatever the case may be. But um, Yeah, this radio is really the RDV2080 radio. Just exactly. sort of program the different frequencies. Exactly. My only, my only gripe about them is the programming part of it the the 2080d with the display definitely is a lot simpler to program because you do have that display and you can change your your frequencies out your privacy codes out and see what you're actually putting in with the 2020 you can put it in programming mode and do it for you but you gotta listen to beeps beeps Uh count the beeps and things like that i always recommend to anybody buying any of the rdx series radios I think the programming cable is like forty bucks. It's it's worth the money. Uh, you can download the software for free for the the Motorola programming CPS from yeah, Motorola's it gets website. Super easy if you're using it's the programming software yeah. for the PC. It's definitely a piece of cake. So I always recommend people doing that. And of course, you know, we always pro- we can program them here for you if you want them set up a certain way. Let us know, and we'll definitely do that for you free of charge for the life of the radio. And and if you enter promo code SHOW at checkout when you buy these from Buy Two Way Radios, you save an additional 5% off your order. That's which right. Is, which is great. 2080Ds, $219 uh, for that radio each. Um, they do have a, a rebate going on with them right now as well for every six that you buy. But package includes you know your one radio, your, your lithium battery, belt clip, drop-in charging tray, AC adapter, owner's manual. Definitely a different option for you if you're a hunter, spend a lot of times outdoors. You know, if you're not 
you know, don't want to do the GMRS thing, this is definitely another option for you. And there are a lot of accessories available. A ton of accessories. Uh, for, for these Motorola radios. So if you're out hunting, you need a different type of uh, a headset or, or earpiece or something like that, they're, they're available. Yeah, this, this really is a business-grade radio, and the accessories for this radio are the same as what works with Motorola's business line of RDX series radios. So there are tons of options. So does this get your approval as uh uh, yeah, no doubt. Little, I, it's one of my one of my favorite radios. Great little radio. Yes, it is. All right. Okay. Well, we have some uh, questions and comments from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. And uh, actually, we're a little short on time, so we'll uh, cut uh, right to this one. Um, this one comes from uh, Kentucky Blue. It says, a friend gave me a pair of Kenwood TK3302U radios. I've charged them, but beyond that, I'm lost. Do these have to be programmed or something? Any channels above three showing a flashing orange-red light? Thanks for your help and patience. And that's from Kentucky Blue. Well, usually the flashing orange-red light on certain channels means that that channel is blank and hasn't been programmed to a certain frequency. So uh, most likely, uh, that's what the issue is. Now, uh you didn't really say what the issue was. I wonder if, if they're able to talk okay on channels one and two. Mm-hmm. Normally, you just match up the channel and uh, push the talk button, and, and you're able to communicate. I mean, it's possible that the radios aren't programmed right to match up. This is a fully programmable radio, the 3302, so it's possible yeah. they're programmed to different things. And it, it sounds like if he's getting a, a flashing light above channel three, then there are at least some programming issues. Yeah, I, it, it sounds to me like his his second sentence here is probably correct. Do these have to be programmed? Yeah, they probably have to be programmed or something. <laughs> <laughs> probably the correct answer right there. Right. Um, we can help you with that if you'd like. You can send the radios to us. We offer radio programming. There is a small charge for that if you didn't buy the radios from us, but we can get them talking or find out for you if they're defective, and it you know, wouldn't... Uh, be too terribly expensive. Okay. Well, uh, we're running a little short of time today, and I think uh, we'll uh, continue the question and answer session uh, in our next episode. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buytwowayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. You can subscribe to Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on iTunes, blueberry.com, or stream it on Stitcher. Uh, Before we go, any other final comments on hunting with radios or anything related to radios at all? I think we pretty much covered it. All right. Well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWayRadios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Everyone, thanks for listening, and until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoy. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're out.